everybody, it's Kelly Cooper, and welcome to episode 247 of the Life Made to Order podcast. A little willingness will take you a very long way. And what I mean by this is your spiritual journey, your personal growth journey, whatever you call the work that you're doing. At the core, this work is you're basically learning a whole new belief system. You have the ego-human mind thought system that has its beliefs and ideas and interpretations of the world and yourself and all of this stuff. It's all very negative. It's all very painful. And then you have, you know, what I call spirit thought system, which is all those, however you think of all those spiritual teachings and things like the law of attraction, manifestation, and all of these wonderful ideas that are basically the polar opposite of ego thought system. These ideas make us feel hopeful. They create greater peace and well-being in our life. They make us believe that our, we could heal from past pain and things, good things are possible for us and things can be different and we can change, our life can change. It presents a view of the world that makes us less fearful and less angry and more compassionate, and, right? It's all warm, fuzzy, wonderful stuff. And the core of this journey is moving from ego thought system to spirit thought system. So the core of the journey is, right, changing our beliefs. We're introduced to this new way of thinking, and we're tasked with deciding, ultimately, do I want to think this way? Pretty much, you know, I imagine most people are like, yes, I would prefer to think that way. That's a much nicer way of looking at things. Makes me feel a lot better to believe those things. But... It would seem like a no-brainer to make the switch from one to the other, but as we've seen, anyone that's on this journey knows, even if you're even early in the journey, you probably already discovered, in what in theory would seem like a very easy decision to make uh, is actually quite challenging for a number of reasons. We would think that we'd want to easily let go of ego thought system, because ego thought system has a lot of painful ideas. You're broken, you're a loser, you're inadequate, you're not enough, you're this, you're that, you're unlovable, you have all these inherent flaws within you that can't do anything about and it makes you unappealing as a romantic partner, you'll never be able to get a better job and you'll never be able to do this or that. There are things that happened to you in your past and now the die has been cast and you can never be happy now because of your bad marriage and the horrible divorce or stuff that happened in your childhood or because you were bullied in high school and people teased you about this or that thing, something about what your body looks like, all of this stuff, right? It's like all of that's super, super painful. I don't want to, no one wants to really think that way and be that way. It would seem, again, like a no-brainer to be like, yeah, I'm going to let all that shit go, like, stat. But, again, in, in reality, we see that it's not so simple, we have a lot of conditioning that makes these ideas seem true and valid. Again, even if they're painful, that doesn't matter. That doesn't you know, cancel out their validity at all as we see it. It's still true. It just sucks. It hurts, but that's how it is. We have a lot of conditioning. And because we've been conditioned so much with these beliefs, our reality reflects them back to us. We've manifested things. Things have shown up in our life that appear to make these ideas seem true and the ego mind looks at the external world as like proof of like well 
yeah, of course I believe that. Look at all the things that have happened to me. Every boyfriend I've ever had has been a total asshole who's cheated on me and treated me like crap. Yeah, I believe that you can't trust men and men are inherently just, there's something bad about men inherently. And I can't, I'll never be able to have a good relationship. I, I don't really trust men. I have a really negative view of them and my experience validates that belief to me. So again, even though it's very painful, that appears to be the truth. So we have a hard time letting go of these ideas, even if we don't want to believe them because they're painful because they seem to be true. A lot of ideas that are painful, we see value in them in some way, even though again, that it causes us pain and creates all these obstacles in our life and seems to hold us back. To ego mind, all of that's neither here nor there. That's irrelevant. It sees value because ego mind's thought system is rooted in fear and a lot of dysfunctional thinking and all this weird, icky stuff where very painful things appear to actually be good for us and we see value and we see benefit. Again, even if we're suffering to some degree, that weird part of us is like, this, this is a good thing. It's good that we're sick. It's good that we're struggling with money. It's good that we have all these conflicts and problems. This is actually, in some sense, this is protecting us somehow. This is good. We see value in all of these ideas. Another uh, obstacle that presents itself in reality that's not present in theory. Theory doesn't account for how much ego human mind values being right. And again, even though the things we're right about are extremely painful and they make us feel very badly and hopeless and victimized and cheated and bitter and resentful and angry, scared and depressed, it values being right and it doesn't like being told that it's wrong. Again, that all of this causes a tremendous amount of pain and problems in our life and conflict and a seemingly endless cycle of crap, doesn't matter. I want to be right. And it wants to be right about things that are, it doesn't, again, that it's painful, does not matter. So this idea that in theory it would seem easy to make this shift, it's in practice, it's, you know, in reality, it's, it's challenging because we want to be right, even if it's painful. We see value in a lot of the things we believe, even if on the surface it seems very painful. On some level, we're actually getting exactly what we want. We think it's actually more better how things are. We're getting protected. We're benefiting somehow. We're getting something we want. We have a lot of proof that these painful ideas are true. And again, even though they're painful, they just seem to be true. And I, I, don't, I can't really do anything about that. It, it's true, even though it sucks and it makes me miserable. So that's where the willingness comes in. We need to be willing to think the other way, the spirit thought system, or again, whatever you think of as all those sorts of teachings, I like to call it spirit thought system. We have to be willing to consider maybe that's true. We have to be willing to consider maybe I am wrong. We have to be willing to consider maybe it is safer to think that way. It's not dangerous to think that way. Something bad is not going to happen if I, I change my thought system. I have to be willing to consider that I'm not being served by this thought system, even though a part of me thinks I am. So that willingness, just a little willingness to consider these new ideas will take us very far because that little crack, it creates a little opening where spirit or God or whatever you think of that entity, however you like to term it, doesn't really matter. I like spirit. It's like, oh, I can work with that. 
energetically, a, a, even a little bit of willingness is very powerful. A little willingness to trust, a little willingness to consider that my ego thought system about this is wrong, a little willingness to consider maybe it is possible that I can heal from this event in my past that has been hanging over me for 20 years and I'm convinced it ruined me. A little willingness to consider maybe the die has not been cast and this is not some permanent thing I have to deal with. This pain, this decision I've made that I think cannot be undone. I can never, after my marriage, so terrible, my divorce was so terrible, there's no way I can ever, I'm too damaged, there's no way I can ever be in a relationship again. Even though I, and I pretend that I'm okay with that, but I'm really not okay with that. It makes me really upset, actually. I'd actually like to have another relationship. So I'm willing to consider even a little bit that that's not true, that I'm not irreparably damaged from my first marriage, and I could have a healthy, loving relationship again in the future when I'm ready for it. I might have to do a little work on myself, but again, I have a willingness, even a little, I'm willing to be open to doing that work. Because the little willingness, because again, if this idea that the core of this work is essentially in our mind of like this choice between two thought systems, that little willingness, the willingness to have the willingness is a decision. It's a choice. And it's a choice that's saying, I'm open to changing my mind. I'm open to this new belief system. And like I said before, even that little willingness, there's a shift there. Something has changed when it's, but it has to be sincere. It can't just be lip service. So a lot of us, one of the reasons we seem to struggle in this, in this journey, this work or whatever you call it, and we think, oh, nothing's changing. I'm having such a hard time. We don't really have that willingness, if we're being honest. Like I said before, we see value in these ideas, even if they're painful. There are certain things that are very painful to believe, but we want them to be true. Because in making that true, then we get to be good or superior or right. Or we get to keep having negativity towards someone or certain groups of people. We get to feel, again, righteous, whatever, right? So we see the value in it. So the big struggle for a lot of us at the core is we don't have that willingness. We're not, we're not open to, we, even again, even though some of these ideas are very painful, we don't want to give them up. And like I've always said, we can do whatever we want. Someone can decide the ego thought system view of something is correct. And they can be like, no, this is how it is. These, this group of people are bad Doing this thing is wrong, no matter what. Those people are wrong. This needs to be this way. This is the better way. This is how things should be in the world. This is how politics should be. This is what people need to do. This is how someone needs to be as a husband or a wife or whatever, right? So we can decide for ourselves, this is what's true for me. But anytime we're insisting on the ego interpretation, as many of you have probably seen, that belief system is always negative. Judgment is always negative. There's always going to be negativity there. So we can decide that those things are true for us and that we believe certain things, whether it's with certain things in our own life, personal beliefs, things we believe about politics or worldly issues, whatever it is, we could know this is how it is. This group of people, these politicians, this, this politics, this, um, is good. That's bad. Progressive being progressive is good. Being conservative is bad. Being, this is, Whatever it is, right? Again, we can decide that for ourselves. But anywhere there's judgment, there's always going to be negativity. There's always going to be resistance. We're always going to 
be, you know, a sense of dis-ease in the world because we're thinking things are wrong or bad in some way and they need to be different. So we can decide the ego thought system idea is correct. But like I've always said, we have to accept the emotional consequences that come with that because that thought system is always, there's always negativity at the root. Judgment, fear, feeling victimized, uh, strongly believing in a right and a wrong, and then when the wrong thing is, we're upset about that, and uh, feeling superior to people, because then when you feel superior to people, you think, well, that makes me feel good about me, but the superiority, that sense of superiority comes from thinking someone else is beneath you or below you, so it means you have some kind of problem with the people you feel superior to, so you're probably focused on all their flaws and faults and getting upset about them, right? So we can do that. We can decide, no, this person's a bad person. These are bad people. This is right, wrong, blah, blah, blah. That's appropriate. This is inappropriate. That's right. That's wrong. That's good. That's bad. But again, we have to accept the emotional consequences of that. So, you know, like I was saying before, that's all relating to this idea of one of the reasons that we struggle is if we're honest, we, that willingness, we don't have that willingness. We don't want to let go of certain ideas. We might reject certain spiritual spirit thought system interpretations of things. You're like, I don't want to feel at one with, uh, Donald Trump or politicians I don't like, or people I think are really bad in this world. These people are bad. They're wrong. I don't, I'm not at one with them. I don't want to have empathy or sympathy for them. I don't want to look at uh, the person doing horrible things and the spirit thought system tells me that they're my brother and we're all one. And by hating them, I hate myself. Or thinking that all of the horrible things they do is just a call for love and they're in pain and I should have empathy for them. No, gross, ew. They're horrible, evil, bad, wrong. That's just how it is. So again, it's fine. We can believe whatever we want, but that belief system will always come with pain. And you'll always... There'll always be something in the world. The world will bother you a lot. You'll feel a lot of anxiety and tension and anger. And it's just, right? So again, we can do whatever we want. But that lack of willingness, that's really our core obstacle. I was just reading in A Course in Miracles today. One of the sections I was reading was talking about, you know, how quickly we progress on our path is directly related to how willing we are, the degree of willingness we have to embrace the ideas we're being taught. So it got me thinking about this topic because that's really what it is. That's our main obstacle. We really think about it. We're just not willing to, we have a, a real lack of willingness to embrace these ideas. Like I said, for all those reasons I listed before, we want to be right. We see value in them. They seem to be very true, but again, so even if they're very painful, they're still, it's still true. When I look at my own life or I look at what I see, what happens in the world, my beliefs in injustice and lack of fairness and inequality and uh this thing whatever it is it's like i see a lot of evidence of this so it's true and spirit right would be like appearances are not what they seem things appear to be a certain way and it's not because inherently that's how it is but we've all co-created these realities and we're just looking at what we've created forgetting that the existence of these things doesn't inherently mean that's how it is and that's just how the world is. It's like we've decided collectively we've created right a lot of stuff. So again, that little willingness, when it, again, when it's sincere, it has to be sincere. You have to really be like spirit. I really am willing to have my mind changed. And like I said before, a lot of us, if we're honest, 
we haven't had that willingness. We're like, yeah, in theory, I understand all of this stuff and intellectually, and I, I claim to feel this way because I want to change. But if I'm honest, like, have I had a sincere willingness to have my mind changed? Have I had a sincere willingness to let these ideas go that have been causing me all this pain? And again, if we're honest with ourselves, we'd be like, no, not really. Like I said before, right, it's important. We want to, the ego mind is very important to be right and having its thought system challenged. It's not like, you know, good point. Let me think more about that. No, what does it do? It just doubles down and digs its heels in even deeper, trying to just and points to the catalog of things that justifies its point of view. Again, that these ideas cause us pain, that's not the point. It doesn't matter. It's about I'm right. I want to be right about these things. And that being right is causing me a tremendous amount of pain. Again, neither here nor there. That's not important to that part of us. Just wants to be right. So if you've had that lack of willingness, just be honest with yourself. Because being honest with ourselves, how the core of the resistance, the core of the problem is just our lack of willingness to have our minds changed and our resistance to these ideas it's like a game changer emotionally and energetically because right now you probably have this whole story about why you're struggling that has, you know, all of these external factors or thinking you're just not capable of, of this work or you're not capable of understanding it or whatever it is, right? This whole story you have that makes you feel like hopeless and like you've been wasting your time or whatever. It's like, oh, I'm struggling with embracing these ideas and changing because I don't want to embrace these ideas. I don't actually want to change. I don't want to let these painful ideas go. Because right now, if you're having trouble letting go of a painful idea, it's like you're thinking, oh, it's just, I'm just too damaged by the experiences that I think are causing this pain. This is sort of stuff happens to people. And psychologists said when this happens, this thing happens to your brain and you're totally damaged and you're like feeling all bad thinking I can't do anything about it. But then it's really like, oh, I'm having trouble moving past this painful experience in my life because I'm not willing to look at it. Spirit thought system would give me this whole new interpretation of the painful experience and the people involved that would heal this pain because it's just my thinking about what happened and not what actually happened. But human ego me is really resistant to that interpretation because human ego me still wants to believe that my father was a total asshole and a horrible person. I don't want to change that in my view of him. I don't want to have empathy for him. I don't want to, I don't actually want to forgive him. So I'm having trouble forgiving my dad, not because it's this horrible task and it's impossible to forgive him based on what he did. I'm having trouble forgiving him because I don't want to. I'm not willing to. But ultimately, I know I do want to forgive him because I really, this is really painful what I'm going through and this has been affecting me for so long. And this belief I have that I'll never be able, again, the die has been cast because of this childhood experience and the experience of the parents that I had in this human incarnation this time around and what happened and the type of people they were. And I'm screwed now till I die. I don't really want that to be true. I really believe that's true. I'm holding on to that idea, but ultimately I don't really want to. It'd be nice to let it go. So why am I not willing to let it go? So this idea of this little willingness, when we realize we don't have the willingness, we want to, you know, we have to be willing to explore why, why don't I want to let that go? 
why do I want to hold on to this idea about the world, about politics, about my own personal circumstances, whatever it is that's causing, whatever the beliefs are, the ideas are, why, what value do I see in that? Why do I not want to let it go? Why don't, why don't I have that willingness? And would I be willing to be willing, even just a little bit? Like I said before, it just has to be a little bit. At first, it can only be a little bit because we might not have a lot of evidence in our own life of these beliefs. We have a lot of, like I said, all the reasons I listed before of all the reasons we're resistant to these ideas. So we're not probably just going to like, well, in theory, we could do this 180 and be like, of course, that um, spirit thought system all the way. I'm in. Sign me up. It's, it's a bit more of a process. But when we're willing to go through that process, the willingness gets, sets everything in motion. And it just needs to be a little bit. Spirit's like, I just need a little crack, a little opening in your energy, a little break in the wall of resistance you have to me and my help and my belief system. A little bit I could work with you. Because again, the willingness is, means you're choosing I'm willing to have a more open mind about this. I'm not there yet. I'm not on board with this idea fully just yet. I might still have a lot of resistance to these ideas for one reason or another that only I can uncover for myself so long as I'm honest with what's happening in my mind. But I'm willing to have my mind changed because I really ultimately like my mind changed because the part of me that sees value in the belief system I have now and all of the problems it's creating for me, but somehow it doesn't actually see them as problems and is actually getting exactly what it wants. That part of me is operating from a really fucked up thought system. So ultimately I understand I'm not truly benefiting from what's happening right now. I'm not truly benefiting from this belief system because the part of me that thinks all of that again is is really fucked up. So there's ultimately that's not true. It can't, I know that's not true. And I'm willing to have all of that flushed up and untangled and working through that so that that part of me is not calling the shots anymore. That part of my mind is not dominating and all of the fear and icky weird stuff it has that it's trying to just keep suppressed and everything it wants to do and wants to believe and it thinks everything is accomplishing that goal of minimizing all of this discomfort so it, it doesn't bother me so much. I don't really want to live that way anymore because pain minimizing mode is actually creating more pain for me. So funny how that works, right? Everything the mind is trying to avoid all of this pain and discomfort and everything it does in service of that just creates more pain and discomfort and makes you more miserable and creates more problems, right? It's, it's ironic to us. Human ego mind would call that ironic, but spirit would be like, yeah, like, that's how that part of you rolls. Like it makes perfect sense actually that it does that because of how it thinks. So it's the spirit. These things are not ironic. They're not like weird. It's like, yeah, I totally, yeah, duh, right? It's like, of course, that's what you're doing. So again, that little willingness takes you a long way because when it's sincere, it indicates a choice. Because like I've always said, at the core, this work is nothing more than conscious choice. You have these two thought systems available to you. And the work essentially is transitioning from ego thought system to spirit thought system, at least dominantly most of the time. We're not trying to be you know, perfect Buddhas here or Christ-like consciousness. It's not really necessary. Just, you know, we want it dominant, like at least most of the time, right? 
or like I said in my other podcast, it's not about creating some perfect thought system or being perfect about it. The real measure of progress is like we still might have these thoughts, we'll have these reactions, these, will, these things will happen, but it's like we recover more quickly emotionally. We're more aware of what we're doing. We're more aware of that thinking and we're able to choose and we don't get totally consumed all the time anymore like we might in the past, right? But essentially, right, it's conscious choice. So when we adopt that sincere willingness, even when it's a little, that's a very powerful choice that will have very powerful implications. Again, even if the willingness itself is a slight and we're just like, yeah, if I'm honest, I'm not really fully on board so I have a lot of resistance, but I am willing, I am sincerely willing to have my mind changed because I'd really much prefer spirit thought system, if I'm honest. I mean, who wouldn't? Like, it's, spirit thought system's great. Spirit thought system's like, you're great, everything's great, you're taken care of, you're not broken, you're not damaged. A lot of the problems that you perceive as problems right now, they're not actually true problems, it's just your mind. I can work with your mind. I could help you heal your mind. Your problem is just your mind, and I can do a lot of great work with your mind. The problem is not the world. Like, imagine really, again, intellectually, we hear these ideas, and we're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But imagine when you really start internalizing these ideas more deeply, how radically your life can shift, how radically your emotional state can shift. So we'll hear a lot about, oh, it's your mind, it's not the world. We're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But imagine sincerely living that idea in practice where like you're really less bothered by the world is imagine an existence where your existence now you believe like a million things need to change in your own life a million things need to change in the world and then you'll feel peaceful then you'll feel happy then you won't feel angry versus spirit being like you can let go of all that anger and resentment and hatred now. You could feel much better now, and nothing in the world needs to change now or ever. The world can remain exactly as it is, or it could get even worse as the evil mind would judge it, getting worse in whatever way, and you would still be fine. It's like, huh, that's a pretty nice thought. It's nice to think that my happiness doesn't depend on anything external to me, and it doesn't matter who's president, or what politicians in power, or what law gets passed, or whether or not I have a certain type of relationship with my family, whether or not I get that promotion, whether or not I lose the weight, whether or not I uh, move to a new, a better apartment or whatever. And it doesn't mean that the quote-unquote better things won't happen. They'll actually happen more easily when you don't care about them as much and you don't take it all as seriously. It actually makes it easier. Stuff just happens. The world of form will respond to your changes in your mind in a way that your ego mind would find very desirable and would be very favorable to it. It would be like, it'll like the stuff. But when you don't, again, when you don't take it all as seriously and you don't care as much is when it like changes more easily, right? But anyway, so again, this little willingness, it represents a choice. And since this work is nothing more than conscious choice at the core when you're making that choice to that sense, it's like, I do want my mind changed. I really do want to let this anger go. I really am so sick of caring so much about stuff that's happening in the world that I, I personally don't have any control over. And I know on some level that even if all the things in the world right now that I think are wrong with it got fixed overnight magically, I would 
not really probably feel any better. I'd probably start focusing on like new things I don't like about the world to fill that void. And all of that stuff changing is not, I understand on some level more deeply that that's not the answer. So I am willing to let that go. I do want to try to let that go because ultimately, even though I still strongly on some level of me still strongly believes that that would change my feeling, or I still strongly believe to some degree that certain things in the world should be a different way. Uh, there's a growing awareness within me that I know that's not true. So I would really like to try to let go of that idea because I, I, I know what's not going to really give me what I want. Even though I still kind of believe that, I kind of know that's not true now. Because a lot of you, that's kind of what you experience. Like practically, that's what this journey looks like. You still feel a certain way about things on some level, but there's a growing awareness within you that those ideas are not true. So you become more willing to let them go because you know, again, even if a part of you still believes, I, I'd be happier if I had a boyfriend. I'd be happier if I had more money. I'd be happier if I lost those 25 pounds that have been, you know, following me around the last 10 years and I can't seem to get rid of since I had my baby or whatever it is. It's like, you know, more and more now, you know, that's not the answer. And the more that you know it's not the answer and you start internalizing that idea more deeply, the willingness to let the ideas go, that becomes stronger and more genuine and more sincere because you know that, like, that's not going to give me what I want. I know ultimately what I seek can only be found within me by clearing out all this gross crap in my mind. That's where my problem is. That's where the solution is. So at first... Again, you might be a lot resistant to certain ideas, whether you're somebody that you're just new to this journey in general and you're just resistant to this general change in thinking, or you're someone where you might be very well versed in these ideas, but just in certain areas of your life or certain topics, you appear to be very resistant for some reason. Like there are just certain ideas you're more resistant to, or there are certain circumstances where you're more resistant to applying these ideas because your ego mind wants to make that. Your ego mind loves making exceptions. How in this circumstance, no, that does not apply. How you're different than everyone else and you can't do that. That's not possible for you. Other people might be able to do that, but you're different and special somehow that you can't apply that idea. Or this circumstance, no, that's not true. You can't, that does not apply here, right? The evil mind likes doing that. So whatever your circumstances, whether it's a broader general thing or it's just very specific ideas or very specific circumstances where you're like very resistant, whatever it is, you just, that little willingness is all that you need to be like, I'm really, but again, it has to be sincere. It has to be genuine. And what usually makes it sincere and genuine is just, again, it's just a decision of like, do I really, I really would like to try to be a happier, more peaceful person. I'm kind of sick of dealing with this issue. So that's another thing too that happens is we have a very high tolerance for pain and discomfort. So we are very like used to being unhappy. We're used to stewing about this thing. We're very used to being angry about this circumstance or our feelings towards this person. We're just like very accustomed to it. So we have this high tolerance for like self-inflicted like pain and suffering and torture. But so some people, you might, might be easy to do this sincerely because you've reached a point where it's like, yeah, it's just too much. Because a part of us might be like, yeah, I haven't suffered quite enough yet. I could probably take a little more. And then you might not be willing. Um, but some people might have reached a point where 
you feel like, okay, I really have suffered enough. I'm, I'm really ready to let this go. Whatever it is, right? It, but it's just, if it's sincere, again, it just has to be a little bit. 95% of you might still be like, no, I don't want to do this. This is bullshit. I don't want to let this go. I want to be right. I want to keep hating. I want to keep judging. I want to keep feeling like a victim. I want to keep feeling cheated. I want to hold on to the bitterness and resentment. I'm getting something out of that. Even just, that's okay. It just has to be a small part of you that's like, I'm willing to have my mind changed. I'm willing to consider I might be wrong. I'm willing to consider that all these conclusions I've drawn, all these things I believe in every fiber of my being, maybe they're not true. That's all spirit needs. It's like, yes, please, thank you. That's all I need from you. I don't need some full-throated endorsement of my belief system. I don't need you to heal every ounce of pain and do all, I can help you with all of that. You actually kind of can't do it by yourself. You kind of need my help. That's all you need. A little willingness will take you a very, very long way. You'd be amazed. Some of you might have experienced this already. So again, the, the willingness shows a choice. And if our choices are what determine our belief system and our belief system is what determines our energy, even that little willingness energetically, it creates something that you'll probably start manifesting things. And they might be little things that show you like, oh yeah, like there is something to this idea or the, the thing I want, I think it is possible. And you'll start getting that feedback externally which obviously makes it easier to keep traveling the path because your own personal experience is the most powerful evidence of these ideas, right? So, but it also, just a little willingness creates a little shift, but it can, it could actually create very profound experiences that on the surface might seem small, but they'll be profound for you because you'll recognize the feedback and you'll be like, oh, that's, that's showing me. So then it gets easier. But if you, but all we need is that little willingness to start. And like I said before, if you don't have it, you want to explore, well, why am I unwilling? And then you would ask yourself, okay, do I really want to keep do I really want to be right about all the things I'm right about, I claim to be right about? Do I really want all these things to be true? Am I really being served by these problems? Ultimately, I know that I'm not. So again, that, that little bit of that self-reflection, that, that could help you make that, that choice sincerely. And again, you'd be amazed at what starts happening with just a little bit, a little bit of willingness. That's all spirit needs to, to get in there and, and start working its magic with you. So yeah, that's it, guys. I hope you enjoyed this. For more content, products, information about my coaching, head on over to livelifemadetoorder.com. And if you ever have any questions, always feel free to reach me through my site, or you can email me. It's probably best uh, directly. Kelly with an I, Cooper1102 at gmail.com. I'm always happy to hear from people. I'm always happy to offer my two cents if people want it. So never hesitate to reach out. Any questions or anything you want to share. And yeah, that's it. Have a great day or night. Bye-bye.